Hello everyone, and you're back with another episode of Experiences with Aisha. If you didn't check out my first podcast, we literally got straight into it. Uh, We started talking about, you know, mental health in the midst of a pandemic, and I shared with you all a personal story about my interactions with mental health prior to COVID and during COVID. And so... For this episode, I just wanted you all to get a different perspective because, you know, like I said, even with mental health, we all, we go through different things, but they all correlate. That's the same thing with COVID. Everybody is going through COVID and it's affecting them differently, but, you know, in the midst of it, it's the same thing. It's COVID. We're all dealing with COVID. So, I wanted to bring on a special guest today, this special guest. She is an amazing person. I've actually had the pleasure of knowing her just a short while, but it feels like I've known her since forever. She has uh, multiple degrees. She's working for the government now. She has her own business. She's doing all of that, and she's only 24. She is she is amazing, and not to mention, she's currently studying for the MK. So she is absolutely phenomenal. And I just want her to tell you all a little bit about her experience with COVID, especially because she actually moved. Yes, during the midst of a pandemic. So we're going to go ahead and get right into it. And Tiana, whenever you're ready. Thank you, Miss Newton, for that wonderful introduction. Um, Before I get started, I would just like to say that I really appreciate you taking your platform to address mental awareness and mental health because, you know, I think sometimes we get so, it's easy, it's easy to just look at the outside of people, you know, you think people are okay and it's easy to forget about, you know, the things that we can't really see and that's what's going on inside of people's minds. So, I think it's good that we are having these conversations so those things don't go unseen and we can learn how to cope and deal with those things. Um, So once again, I just thank you for this opportunity and I thank you for using your platform to do as such. Um, Just getting started with who I am. Um, As you mentioned, I am Tiana Love. I was born and raised in Huntsville, Alabama. Um... I grew up in a single parent household, so it was it was just my siblings and my mom. My mom had you uh, it's gonna be hard to believe that she did this on her own, but five five children on her own. I have two other brothers and three three sisters, and you know, I grew up in a house that was loud and rambunctious. And you know, I always grew up with people around me. So you could say that I grew up sheltered. And so we're going to get on. I'm going to kind of go into that a little bit later. That's going to be important to know and understand that I grew up with a lot of people around me sheltered and not really used to being alone. Um, I worked in education. I worked as a a teaching assistant for an elementary school right there in my hometown. I did that for about two years until, you know, this thing we know now so well, 
COVID. COVID-19 came and shut that down in March. And, you know, right after the shutdown, you know, because of the pandemic, you know, schools are closing. I was in a place where I wasn't I wasn't in a good headspace because, you know, I I don't have job to do right now because, you know, kids are not going to school. I wasn't a, re- a regular hired teacher. So, you know, some teachers still work from home. That was not the case. I was left without a job. I felt the weight of, you know, trying to care for a family. Um, I think I failed to mention that I also care for my mom. She is, you know, doesn't get around as much as she does. And so I'm her sole caretaker right now. And, you know, I have my other siblings as well. But, you know, sometimes you don't always get the support you need from, you know, those who are most close to you. So during this time, the whole pandemic started, like I said, my mental space was a little cloudy. Um, I didn't know where the next paycheck would come from, but I was blessed. Um, about three months after losing my job, I was blessed with the opportunity to work as a logistics management specialist. Um, very grateful for the opportunity, but once again, it had its its challenges for me too because this would mean I would have to relocate ten and a half ten and a half miles away from my home um, in Virginia. And, you know, at first that was very scary for me. I didn't really know how to deal with it. Um, also, you know, as a child, I suffered from very bad anxiety. Um, I would often have panic attacks. Um, if you leave me alone, if I was left alone, you know, I would I would cry. I would get nervous not knowing you know what was what was coming i was i was very scared and timid and so i came my mind kind of went back to that place of when i was a child and the anxiety started to settle in when i you know started doing the calculations of how far i'm going to be moving away and thinking about who's going to take care of my mom when i leave cuz i didn't i couldn't really take her with me and so all of these things you know, started to weigh on me, just different obstacles of life. So now I'm at the point where I just have to, you know, push all of that aside and it's time for me to buckle down and just see what I'm going to do to prepare to prepare myself for this move. Um, It's one thing to just be moving, but it's another thing to be moving during a pandemic. You know, the I was required to have COVID testing done prior to and when I arrived in Virginia and that I'm I am not a fan of the way that they test for that so that was that was difficult for me but you know um I knew that it was something that had to be done and I was I was going to do what I had to do and then it's another scary part about it is you having to go into a work environment during this, and you you hear all of these things on the news. They're saying, you know, each day you're hearing about more and more deaths and people who have gotten sick from this disease. And I I wasn't really ready to 
step in the office and go into, you know, be surrounded by people you don't really know where they've been and if they're taking the precautions needed to, you know, protect our, our ourselves from this virus. And, you know, we didn't have the option initially to telework, so we had to go into the office. And so that was another another part of of it that really bothered me because it's just you watch the news and all of this these statistics are in your head and you hear that you know there's not a cure for it and don't really know what causes it and you think of what this can do to your mind and all of a sudden your mind starts to go on these you know rampant rampant thoughts running through your head and none of them are good none of them are good and so you know I had to find a place in my mind where you know I could feed in positive thoughts like you know we have they have they have measures that we have taken to try to you know aid against the spread of the disease and you know, wearing a mask and hand sanitizer, baby. I was I was using my hand sanitizer, let me tell you. Um, but it was just an adjustment. And so I was very pleased by the way that the the office in which I work, the steps that they took to, you know, make us comfortable in the office during this pandemic. Um like I said, you know, starting a new job and during a pandemic, your mind just jumps to all. It's it's a whole list of things such as, you know, having concerns about you being exposed to the virus, number one, you know, still thinking about the personal needs and things for your family and how that's going to work. And you're, you're learning how to work a, a new workload. So, during the pandemic, I've seen that the workload has gotten more more and more challenging. You know, a lot more is put on you. You have to learn these new systems, a different workspace and schedules. You know, you everybody's not coming into the office on the same days. You might switch out. Um, then feeling like feeling like you're doing you're not doing enough during this time you know I think about all the healthcare workers and emergency care workers and kind of feel guilty for not you know going in and being on the front lines doing what I have to do to you know read against it and you know it's just it's just sad and then you see those same workers who are doing all of that and they're getting the short end of the stick um, it's you just feel guilty and then, you know, you have also not being able to have all of the tools you need to complete your job or do your job as well as you need to. All of these things, all of these things kind of add up and build up to, you know, the stresses of your day-to-day workload. And that can really weigh on the mind, too, because, you know, once once you're stressed, stress leads to, you know, for me personally, um, a change in my eating habits. Um, I'm less likely to eat every meal when I'm stressed, you know, the emotional weight on my shoulder, you know, from my mental kind of weighs on my eating habits and that's not healthy as well. And it makes things worse when you're, when you're not eating properly.
I've even, a guy, even though I just started working, you know, and this guy, you know, kind of came into it, shared the same feelings about starting this new job, and he actually was, he was thinking about taking his own life. And that's how serious this thing has become, you know, for for some people. And I know you say, well, you're working the same job, doing the same thing. Why are you not affected to that extent? But that's one thing about it. That's why, I, like I said, I think it's great we're having these conversations because, you know, not all people are affected the same. And so this this pandemic has really, really affected us as Americans and people and just because it's not happening to us we may not be experiencing it directly you know my my mom or siblings don't have the virus but there's someone out there who does and you know that's the sad part about it but I think some helpful tips in you know managing these stresses um, communicate with your your co-workers and those people who are around you um, even while, you know, social distancing, it's still good to talk about those stresses and identify those things that, you know, cause you stress because, you know, more than likely y'all are experiencing the same thing. So being able to talk about it and identify some solutions, what, you know, what has worked with you and maybe that could help me, I think also is to, you know, identify those things that, we don't really have control over it and do just the best you can with what you have. Um, no need to add extra stress. And and lastly, I would just say increase your your sense of control by, you know, developing a daily routine. Um, so keep keep a regular schedule, um, a sleep schedule. You know, make sure that you're getting adequate number of sleep. Um, during your work day, taking breaks and exercising or, you know, taking time out just to have a casual conversation. You know, don't be work, work, work all the time. Um, go for a walk, Get, do some physical activities. And, and, you know, if you work from home, schedule the time during your work day to get out and, you know, take a stroll down the street and just practice being positive within your mind, give yourself positive affirmations and encourage yourself. Um, those are the things that I have found to be helpful during this time. And I think you really cope with our mental health during this pandemic season. Once again, uh, Ms. Newton, I thank you for having me on here. Um, it has been a pleasure and I hope that I have you know, 